Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59 27-point furnished tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. It's Football Friday on the fan. Block somebody! This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more. Football Friday with Danny and Dusty on 1080. Take the fight to them. The Fan. Hour number three on Danny Dusty on a football Friday. Ladies and gentlemen, the biggest award in college football is going to be awarded a little bit more than 24 hours from now. The Heisman Trophy in what I think could be seen as a, I don't, does does calling it a down year seem fair? No, I don't think it's fair at all. I don't don't think it's fair at all because I, I think why it's perceived as a down year is because there is nobody who's running away like with it, eye popping. There's usually and two has been that for are multiple staggering. weeks because the guy and this is why I don't think it's a down year is because Jaden Daniels has the eye popping stats. He truly does. His stats are incredible, both throwing the ball and running the football. But the three toughest games of the season, LSU lost. They did. And mm-hmm. we we have. I think it's. Uh, in the last 16 Heisman winners, we've or last 15 Heisman winners, only four of them have had three losses, at least three losses. And he would he he would join that company. Um, or no, he would become the fourth in the last 15 years. It doesn't happen very often because the award, I think, in most years goes to the best player on the best team, right? But what Jane Daniels has been able to do is absolutely incredible. I mean, he the growth that we have seen from Jaden Daniels from Arizona State to LSU is incalculable because he was a an absolute liability on the field decision making not good he gets a restart and a reset by going to LSU and in Brian Kelly's system he has been lights out he has been I am not a big fan of of Jane Daniels because I've heard all of the stories of the baggage that he drug with him to Arizona State, right? Mm-hmm. Like his his mom being in the building everywhere and like being in on meetings and stuff. Like helicopter parents. That's unhinged. That's yeah. that's Todd Marinovich stuff. And then you you have he goes to LSU and he's around surrounded by an incredible amount of talent. It's, at it's LSU. NFL dudes everywhere. And I think that is the crazy part is LSU 
is a three-loss team with the amount of talent that they have. Yeah, uh, Bolitnikoff Award finalist, Malik Neighbors, right there. But what Daniels has done is 5,000 total yards, 50 touchdowns. Like any other year, you're going, yeah, that is, that's Heisman stuff. But then you have these two guys out west in Michael Penix Jr., who is 13-0, and and he had a lull in his season, statistically speaking. But his team just kept on winning. And those there's about a four-game stretch in there where you go, that just wasn't good enough for Michael Penix Jr. to be the Heisman Trophy winner. And But winning matters. And he is the best player of on any of the teams that are remaining in the college football playoff. Like, the, the meaningful Heisman stats and importance to a team. Mm-hmm. Like, Michigan is a complete football team. Yes. They are. But even like a guy like Blake Corum is not putting up Heisman type numbers. No, he, he he went from last year being the best running back in college football, getting hurt to maybe taking a step back, even behind a offensive line that is featuring numerous NFL dudes. Quinn Ewers in and out of the lineup at, at His Texas injury. injury, yeah, like he would probably be He'd in probably this be conversation. At Jalen Milrow at Alabama, first three games the, of the season. The whole idea is that yeah. Alabama and Michigan are winning as a team because mm-hmm. of how dang good those two guys have have. Uh, or how much J.J. McCarthy and Jalen Milrow have improved over the yes. season, but the teams around them are the reason why they're winning, not because mm-hmm. of them. And then you have Bo Nix, who his stats are eye-popping, especially when you take mm-hmm. into consideration he hasn't played in most fourth quarters of the games that they were in. That's also an argument to be used against him. It is. But, in, but you look at those numbers and you're like, goodness gracious. But he near- put those numbers up. In limited opportunities. But then he also lost the two most important games mm-hmm. of his season. Whether it's his fault or not, that's the way that it. That's that's the bre- that them's the breaks, right? Yeah. But I find it interesting that the losses are being held against Bo Nix, but not against Jaden Daniels. Real quick, what conference is Jaden Daniels playing? He's in the SEC, okay. and his numbers are being ta- propped up in in rising his Heisman candidacy. Look, even look- though, if you look at there was a lot of fourth quarters he didn't play in. Bo Nix was like not playing in second halves of the games, for goodness sakes. He'd get a series in the third quarter, and they're like, done. See ya. And he accounted for 4,300 yards and 46 touchdowns. Like, there, there is a big difference there. And that's why I think it's, it's seen as a down year. It's seen as a down year because it's not easy for everybody. This is hard, but it's... Do you think the transfer portal... And the way teams are built now is making the flattening out the Heisman. No, because we had you know we had a we had a run where we had a couple redshirt freshmen like win right like we saw Jameis and Johnny Manziel where it's like I think that may be one thing. It's not maybe a flattening out, but it's like I think with Bo Nix, people go, yeah, I remember him from Auburn still. Mm. I remember him from Auburn, and they can't get that out of their minds. But nobody watched Arizona State and Jaden Daniels where you're like. I remember, I remember that. I remember that. The thing that I wonder is, and I, I use this because I think this is not just because he's a USC guy, but because I think it was the last time that there was an entire nation was just in. You knew Reggie Bush was the best player in college football. There was no, there was no argument. It was so far and above. You could maybe say the same about Tebow and mm-hmm. the way he carried things, but we, it's been a while since we've had. That and I wonder if moving away as time has gone away from the monolithic culture, 
the the advent of social media, the rise of so many game-breaking plays, we've been kind of, number one, desensitized to it. Mm-hmm. Number two, the quality of player in depth across college football is better, greater, significantly so than it was 20-plus years ago. Yeah, And so it's become infinitely harder for the truly, truly great to stand out because the rest of the competition has risen. I feel like Christian McCaffrey's year is where everybody started changing their feelings about the Heisman Trophy. Mm. Because in Christian McCaffrey's year, he set the he, he broke Barry Sanders' record. Which is still supposed to be one of the most hallowed records that was untouchable. He had the second most rushing yards with 1,847. And he also had 540 yards receiving. And then averaged 29 yards per kickoff. And he threw for two touchdown passes that year. (laughs) But they gave the trophy to Derrick Henry the best player on the best team, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, that year in, in 2015 when Derrick Henry won it, I think people all just kind of went, huh. You know, like, Christian McCaffrey should have won that Heisman Trophy, especially after Toby Gearhart got hosed, right? My only pushback to that is, is that Derrick Henry was such a monster and such a physical freak. I think it got some people to go sideways. Well, he was on the best team. He went to the best player on the best team, yes. and all things were not equal. No. All things were not Christian McCaffrey was the better football player I, that year. I don't disagree. And I think since then, we've kind of had to come to terms with this recalibration of what does this trophy even mean The anymore? best player on best team award, as opposed yeah. to being the best player in college football. And now this year, it's it's really interesting because, all right, does is winning important? Because we've been told like winning is important with some of the guys at Winnicka being yes. best player, best team. Then Michael Penix it's Jr. Michael should win. Penix, yeah. Michael Penix Jr. in the biggest moments of the biggest games comes up with the biggest throws. He should win and it. He, he, and the thing is with Penix, I, I've heard some people say he doesn't really have any Heisman moments. And I'm like, did you forget the back shoulder to Adunze? In when making the argument for Bo Nix, you can go that body of work over the 13 game season mm-hmm. where he didn't have a lull like no. Michael Penix Jr. Um, consistency with inc- world-class efficiency. That's n- right. Nearly breaking the completion percentage record. But he didn't because his worst game of the year was the Pac-12 championship game. Mm-hmm. And that's when they go, well, one game is going to win or lose it the for you. The game that Jaden McDaniel or Jaden McDaniels, Jaden Daniels was not a part of. He wasn't and- part of that weekend. Yes. He, he didn't even play that weekend. Right, but Jaden Daniels has the eye popping stats, and so he does when you have a thousand yards rushing on top of thirty eight hundred passing. It's he's incredible. Yeah, he was he was incredible. But also, people are saying, well, he plays in the SEC too, and he lost to those guys. Don't and the SEC look, was down this year. Look at the SEC. It's not the the, the defenses were not the no. same. It wasn't just the gauntlet of defenses. Most you most know, of watch, their NFL talent had gone to the NFL last watch year. Watch the games, and you can <laughs> you can see it, and you say. Alabama's really good. Georgia is really good. Mm-hmm. LSU should have been better than yeah. what their record indicated. But after that, across Tennessee, the league, Florida, the league was not. It wasn't that strong. Old, and that Ole is, Miss was there, but that's like that that's, is yeah. a product of the portal, though. It's a product yes. of the portal. But everybody's like, nope, it's got to be the. He did it in the SEC. That's incredible. And that's when you look at like Dennis Dodd has a straw pull out, and you take these with a grain of salt because I think he 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 pulled twenty Heisman voters. Mm-hmm. 
of the 20 Heisman voters, Jane Daniels got 14 first place votes. Michael Penix Jr. got two and Bo Nix got one. And mm-hmm. if you look at it in those terms, that is a very small sample because there are 928 electors mm-hmm. for the Heisman Trophy. This is really interesting, though. The interesting part about it is it all comes down to, all right, how is this thing parsed out? And this is a, a terrible part about it, but hey, college football is tribalistic. That's why that's why it's successful. Mm-hmm. And voting blocks in parts of the country are going to rip this thing in half, and it's going to be a landslide for Jane Daniels in all likelihood mm-hmm. because the West Coast is going to be split. You have some people who are split between should it be body of work, should it be your program winning, mm-hmm. and those are going to take and pull some of the votes away from. Is it going to be? There's going to be some people who are like, "Hey, Bo Nix deserves it because he didn't play a whole lot," mm-hmm. and they're gonna they're gonna split Penix and Nix up, but Jaden Daniels will get the eye popping stats, folks. And the entire South. This is where I wish that there was a, a player, a, a Charles Woodson-esque player this year, a defensive player, a pass rusher, a corner, whatever it is that was just... And Dominican Zoo. Jadavian Clowney. You know, just yeah. somebody who was just so otherworldly on that side of the ball that it would split the quarterback votes. Yeah. I think that this year is not a down year. It was a great year I think the of college there, football. I just don't... I don't want this to seem like I'm downplaying Penix or Knicks or Daniels or Marvin Harrison Jr. I'm not. I look at this like we've had these these groups where you had in college, you know, Peyton Manning and Ryan Leaf. You know, mm-hmm. the 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 classes are these guys that are there this year are incredible. Among any of them, Marvin Harrison Jr. is the one you think is going to be the most successful going forward. Like, undoubtedly, right? It feels like in the past we've had. Two, three, four up mm-hmm. there, where it feels like this year it's really only one where you're like, that dude is going to go be very successful on the next level. Yep. And I think all three of the guys that are finalists, well, and Marvin Harrison Jr., who nobody really thinks is going to win. Yeah. But all three of the finalists in Daniels, Penix, and Knicks, they all have a resume that deserves to be in New York City. They all have Heisman moments at different times and games that you can point to and you can say that right there. What I what I think is is wild is that they're going to knock Michael Penix for having a four-game lull, but not Jane Daniels for having three losses. Mm. And I think that winning is important until it comes to a time where you have to vote outside of your voting block. <laughs> and vote for somebody that is is just as deserving. It's not a tough. If it, it is not a an easy decision to make. I mean, if I had with my, that being said, who would you vote for? I would I would probably vote for if you're I'm I'm a big body of work guy mm-hmm. over the course of a season, and I think that the wins and losses. I go back to Christian Christian McCaffrey where mm-hmm. he got he got hosed because Derrick Henry was on the best team. I think it should be Jaden Daniels this year. I've seen Bo Nix uh, up close and personal. I wouldn't have a problem if anybody voted, but Jaden Daniels, he put together an incredible body of work. Like it is 5,000 total yards in 50 touchdowns is insane. Mm -hmm. Bo Nix and what, and this is like Bo Nix and what he was able to do. It was, it was masterful. And he, he didn't play as many, uh, second halves of games, but look at the attempts Mm -hmm. and throwing attempts. 
relatively even there. And Michael Penix, unfortunately, it was that four-game stint where everybody's like, what is wrong with Michael Penix Jr.? Heisman Trophy winners don't have those lulls no. in their season like that. I would be the contrarian here, and I would go right in, and I would go Roma Dunze. Okay. <laughs> so, in all, in all, but in all seriousness, I would, I would probably go with Marvin Harrison Jr. You would? Yeah. I, th- I think it, hmm. I, I, I look at this as who's the best player in college football. That's, that's how I look at the award. Mm-hmm. And I look at Marvin Harrison Jr. and I go, I mean, you you just watch him and it's just yeah, it's there. Yeah, I don't think Dan- Jaden Daniels is the wrong call, but it, there's just he's a really good college f- football player. Harrison was the only year. one with a fancy sports car nickname, Maserati Mav. Hey, Maserati Mav. All right, so the Heisman Trophy going off tomorrow. Ah, night. man, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see I, where it goes. Unfortunately, it shouldn't come down to one game, but it it, it is going to, especially with the way that it happened. Knicks, if Bo, if, if, if Bo Oregon Knicks, wins, Knicks wins. If, if Oregon wins the Pac-12 championship game, yeah. Bo Nix would have won yeah. the Heisman. Trophy. I, I agree. I do because he was so consistent the entire year, and it's a bummer that it comes down to that for for Oregon. Yep. You, you fall out of the the college football playoff opportunity, and, and you lose the Heisman. And those that are wondering, Bo Nix had. Uh, over a hundred, he had a hundred and eight more attempts than Jaden Daniels did. He he played in thirteen games and Daniels played in twelve. So I mean, you take that for what it's worth. Like the attempts per game, even though Bo didn't play in as many games, Bo attempted thirty three attempts per game. Daniels twenty seven. I mean, yeah, yeah. So so when he was out there, he was. He was slinging it. He was, yeah. Jane Daniels was slinging it. He was really dang good. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, coming up next, is Jordan Love elite? Danny and Dusty, today the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. 
Where in the world is Shohei Otani? Boy, there's controversies going on right now. Controversy the, most, the most tracked tail number in all of the world right now is the one that supposedly belongs to Shohei Otani and the fact that he may or may not be headed to Toronto to sit down with the Blue Jays. Originally, uh, John Rossi of MLB Network reported that he would be en route to Toronto, but basically Wrong. everybody in Major League Baseball is now refuting that reporting. I don't know if this is a rush-to-be-first or a uh, situation where uh, – a good source led Morosi wrong. Morosi's literally MLB Network's leading reporter. It's kind of weird. He for him reported to get wrong. that the deal is imminent. Yeah. It's between five and six hundred million dollars that he will be going to Toronto, and he's in route there now. Then, so fast. Yeah, yes. thank you, Lee Corso. You have almost every Major League Baseball reporter kind of chiming in now. But Bob Nightingale, USA Today, said Shohei Otani is not in Toronto. He's not on a flight to Toronto. Otani is at his home in Southern California. Uh, Jim Bowden said, one more time, Otani not in Toronto. There is no agreement anywhere, no decision imminent. People need to stop lying and guessing. He has not made a decision. Carry on. Uh, Ben Nicholson-Smith said, uh, heard same as Nightingale that Otani is not in Toronto or on his way to Toronto, and he is at home in Southern California. Blue Jays appear to be a finalist. We'll see where this leads. Did one, you... one of the things that you could be seeing here is his camp has told um, all the teams involved in his his recruitment. Don't let things leak. If anything gets out, then you know, you're going to be eliminated. So you, you're probably seeing a lot of like subterfuge from other teams. Like, hey, uh, I heard he's going to, you know, Morosi's on the phone maybe with like, I don't know, the the Cubs or the Dodgers, and they're like, yeah, I heard he's going to Toronto, and then leading him astray, try to get the Blue Jays knocked down to peg. But, you know, that that's all tinfoil hat stuff that, that you see. But uh, Shohei Otani is a specimen. And the fact that you're going to have a lot of teams that are going to be getting him what they feel is on the cheap for a half a billion dollars is wild to think about. Yeah. And he's going to reset the the market for all of sports with this deal, with the exception of the Saudi Arabian deals for soccer players or golfers hmm. or golfers. The Portland Pickles have said refuted that he he's not coming to Portland either. Hmm. He's not he's not here. No team to come I, come to here. I don't want Shohei to go to Toronto. I hate the San Francisco Giants. I, there's this thing I have with Bay sports that I just don't like okay. the Bay at all. I would rather see him with the Gigantes than I would with the Blue the Blue Jays. It just it looks dumb. It looks dumb. I don't like it. It's a cool city. It's a melting pot city. It's you know culturally very well culturally very diverse, and uh, I mean, when you're getting paid six hundred million dollars, maybe that's not what's what important to him. You know, Mm. like is the the tax bracket and the fact you're going to be outside of of Toronto for half of your games. I don't know what makes Otani tick. Uh, the fact that he is even willing to stay with the Angels was wild to me. It also is very weird. Did you hear the uh, Pablo Torre on Pablo Torre finds out? Uh, he was had uh, Mina Kimes on um, and uh, Dan Levitard. And apparently Shohei Otani's dog name, dog's name, mm-hmm. is the name of one of the teams involved. So they are not letting the name of the dog out. That's how stupid this has gotten. Yeah. Also, it is. the odds are very strongly on Dodger. Yeah, and the Dodgers is the one place that I just don't want them to go because Dodgers. But it, it, that would be very on brand for them mm. is to get Shohei Otani, and they just will pay anybody anything to will, to get them there. I, I would like to see it. Yeah, he would. 
and, and I'll be really interested to see where, what his rehab is like and what he's like when he returns. The player that he is, because his was the UCL, you, right? Yeah, he had he had the UCL. Yeah, same is same. he going yeah. to be the the put? No, not the same. Well, same elbow. Like, yeah, elbow. El- yeah, elbow. Yeah. Way different, different connect- for a different connecting point. Baseball yes. pitcher. Are you going to use him more in the field as a DH mm-hmm. and pitch him less? But that is one of the reasons why you pay the guy over half a billion dollars is because he can deal on the mound as well. Mm-hmm. This is it's fascinating. It's it's gonna it's gonna change the landscape of baseball if he hell even if he stays. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he'll be locked up, and then you just kind of go from there. And you know that two of the greatest players that have ever played the game are going to waste away on one of the worst organizations we've ever seen. Betting odds: Dodgers minus one forty, Blue Jays plus one hundred, Angels plus one thousand, Giants plus twelve hundred. Wow! Uh, the boy, how the Mariners offseason has changed. Plus twenty five hundred for the Mariners. Remember when they were going to be involved for everybody, and now they've just dumped money. <laughs> I feel bad for Mariners. I'm not going to take a shot at Mariners fans. No, look, I, I feel bad for you. They know your 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 ownership and your they your know. leadership screwed you over. They know. It's how it goes. All right. Speaking of changing teams, we'll take a look at the transfer portal and what it could mean for this very big weekend for a couple programs here in the Northwest. But first, here's the big Kahuna with the Sports Center update. You mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash this down? We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. The Transfer Portal is alive and well, and this weekend is going to be probably the biggest weekend of the Transfer Portal. Uh, the data is already coming out. Yes, they've, they've, they've changed the way the Transfer Portal works and when you can get in, when you can get out. The numbers are already being shattered from last year. It's, it, it's. I think we're going to be on this path for a couple more years before we see it rain back in. But particularly for a school like Oregon and not just Oregon, Oregon, Washington, and USC, all three are graduating Heisman caliber quarterbacks who are going to be having visits this weekend. You have so many things at play here, including you have transfer portal and you have early signing period is coming up mm-hmm. in just a couple of weeks. I think it's on the twentieth this year. Does that sound right? Around the, it was on like the fifteenth last mm-hmm. year, but um, that is right around the corner. So you're solidifying your your recruiting classes that you have, but you're also trying to hang on to guys. Like you see that, you know, we we talked about him last week uh, or yesterday. Sorry, last show, Jarquan McCoy, who McRoy, who is a, a six foot eight, three hundred forty pound offensive lineman, took a visit to Colorado. Right, you're trying to hold on to your guys, mm-hmm. but also. You have these port, this influx of portal guys that you're bringing on. By all reports, Dylan Gabriel, the Oklahoma quarterback, will be in Eugene this weekend. That's a big one, right? You you want to get the quarterback of the future, and then you can sell some of these great, you know, receivers or skill position guys that are in the portal right now. Um, that hey. We got Dylan Gabriel, you know, J- Jamori Macklin, who's a wide receiver out of North Texas, Xavion uh, Thomas, the wide receiver out of Mississippi State, who are both in the portal. Like, hey, 
come on, let's bolster this receiving core that's going to be without Troy Franklin moving forward because he's going to be a dude in the NFL, right? You're looking to move on from a couple of guys and and fill these holes. It'll be interesting to see who is who is on campus in this first wave of the transfer portal because those are the ones you want to hit the home run with. Those are the guys you want to kind of surround your class with. And by all accounts... Those are your foundational pieces. By all accounts, Washington... As they're prepping for the college football playoff, mm-hmm. they've got a massive weekend coming in, too. Mm-hmm. So for the Huskies, like things are looking up uh, in the transfer portal where both Oregon and UW, they can point to on-field success in, in as a team and individual for a lot of these guys that have come out of the transfer portal. And that is huge for these guys who have gone to a place where promised one thing that didn't live up to it. Mm-hmm. That's why, that in large part, that's why these guys enter the transfer portal. Or... Things change and or, or they grow and they they outgrow the, the place they're in. I think it's your, the, the way you're going to see things go. Yep, absolutely. So, it's going to be interesting to see what comes out of this as the foundational pieces change pretty early because no longer can you wait because the spots fill up real quick and then you're kind of left in a uh, what's the stupid game? Uh, musical chairs. My God, I almost forgot that game. That's it. All right, that's the one. We'll wrap things up when we come back uh, here on Danny and Destiny on Football Friday. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. On 1080 The Fan. It's a Football Friday, which means to button up today's show with a little bit of football action. Seattle CX quarterback Geno Smith is questionable, and no, I don't mean his play. Apparently he's dealing with a groin injury to go along with his triceps injury. Like, that is just making me not feel good about lane, the Niners lane 11 mm, maybe, on him. Maybe Vegas knew. They knew. They knew the tricep. Now it's up to 12 and a half. So, shoot. <laughs> Feeling yeah. good about that 10 and a half. Also, did you take the Jags, Rust? Yes. Trevor Lawrence is also questionable, which yeah. I don't I don't see how he plays. High ankle sprain? No freaking way. No way. He shouldn't. I mean, we don't know the grade of the high ankle sprain. It's still a. It, you I mean, be, it could. Be it could be a kindergarten grade. He was high limited in practice yesterday and was supposed to be limited again today. Yeah, I mean, that's just. I don't know why. He, well, I know why he would because you, they're in a playoff. They run. were in a situation where a win would have had them the number one seed in the AFC, AFC and now no number one seed in the AFC. Well, but but if they won last week, but you look at it now and you go, all right, do we need to force him? into playing Indy and uh, since he becomes that much bigger of a game mm-hmm. because if the Jags lose and Indy beats the Bengals then all of a sudden they are tied for the best record along with the Houston Texans if the Texans can pull off a W uh, against the Jets on the road um, with the dinged up they're really dinged up I, I think we're going to start seeing the um, Texans come back down to earth. Just not sure it's going to be against the Zach Wilson-led New York Jets. But with Tank Dell being injured and you get, you've got questions about the health of C.J. Stroud, they may be coming down. The AFC South may turn into a wild ride here to finish if Trevor Lawrence isn't healthy because they were one, a win last week or a Monday night this week. That would have gone so far in just having a little bit of breathing yeah, room. you would have had a little bit of room to, to kind of figure things out because really the only team who is really going to apply pressure because of the the, the the entire division's quarterbacks all being beat up 
is the Texans. They got the Browns and the Ravens the next this week and next week. Are those good defenses? Very, very That's probably good. your two best defenses in football that are not very, very 49ers. Good. Yeah, I'm excited for the for this week. I think we got a great slate of games. Then you have uh Isaiah Pacheco is out for the Chiefs as well. Mm. He's or he's not gonna be able to play against the Buffalo Bills. He's got a shoulder injury that they officially said, Nope, not a gonna go. Interesting. And I took so, the Chiefs in that game. We both did. Yeah. And the Bills now are rallying around Sean McDermott, apparently. Which we didn't actually touch on that. Sean McDermott uh, released further statements about his bat-ass crazy things that he said. And the only thing that I took from it, Dusty, was the man will not take responsibility or culpability for his own actions. He is continuing to blame everybody else. Nope. So, uh, in my in my uh, postseason firings, I, he's skyrocketing up the board. Yeah, he's still behind Brandon Staley, yeah. man. Oh, they're both getting canned. This is going to be really interesting. And also, carousel. the uh, Portland Trailblazers take on uh, Luka Doncic tonight. The Mavs. Oh, they're playing the Mavs. Yes, and Anthony Simons, as insane as this is, is making his home debut this season. Well, yeah, he didn't play for 19 games. Yeah. Yeah, that, so, makes, that, that all makes sense. Yeah. All right, well, uh, it'll be great to see him beat by 40. Wow. Who, who do you think they are, the Utah Jazz? Well, I saw what the Dallas Mavericks did to the Utah Jazz. Mm. Who were missing a bunch of the veteran players? The masterpiece of dog. Oh, God. That's that, right. That's such a great drop. That's right. A masterpiece of dog blank. Well, yeah. And so, who are the Blazers? They're fully healthy then? N- no. Oh, they're, they're missing their veterans. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, questionable. Jeremy Grant out. And Malcolm Brogdon, questionable. Oh, I actually, I believe I saw Ayton was uh, doubtful. Doubtful. Oh, doubtful. 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 My, 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 my mistake. Yeah. Yeah. None of them are playing. Yeah. So, like I was saying, mm. <laughs> do up, wreath, do up, hey, wreath. Just entertain me, clown. Yeah. That's all I want. Be entertaining. Hey, look, if I can watch Luca and and, and uh, Ant like go back head to head for forty apiece, I'm I'm in. Yeah, you want to know my? You want a little? You want a sickos play for today? Give it to me. Six o'clock, ESPN two. Mm. Axe throwing. Nope. Oh, Washington Grizzlies Stadium, Missoula, Montana. The Montana Grizzlies oh, yeah. taking on the Furman. What are they, the Paladins? We need yeah, more Paladins. The we Furman need, we Paladins. We need more Paladins and, and, and mascottery. Yeah. So you got Furman, Montana. I mean, there's a lot of furry men in Montana. Yeah. But Furman, the university, including where will Timothy, play the Timothy University of Montana. Timothy McVeigh was. He went to Furman? No, he, he went to hide in Montana. Oh, That's they found they found his manifesto. Yeah, that guy's. A yeah. I bet there's a lot of there's a lot of manifestos in going Montana. on in Montana. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Uh, that's my. I love that. I'm I'm gonna be watching that at six o'clock. ESPN two. Go Grizz. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Beat the Paladins. That's a thing. Mm. I don't know what it is. It's like a wizard. Here we got great mascots. You got the Paladins. You got the Grizzlies. You got the Villanova Wildcats. Jackrabbits of South Dakota, Ooh, Dakota State. Yotes of South Dakota. Mm. Bison of North Dakota State. Mm. The Great Danes of Albany. And oh, of course, that's a good one. Yeah. The Idaho Vandals. Great All mascots. Of All of them are great. Fantastic mascots yeah, we, in FCS. We need more Jackrabbits. See, this is why too many Bulldogs yeah. in the FBS. Tigers. Give me weirdo mascots. All right. Up next, you got four hours of power from their mouths to your ears. It's prime time with Isaac and Souk. Next on the fan. Bye. The masterpiece of dog. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.